In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here's your top story. A wanted fugitive is in custody after he ran from police in Van Buren County. 42-year-old Joseph Nortley III was arrested yesterday on a parole absconding warrant and failing to appear for sentencing for possession of meth. Upon contact near an intersection in Bloomingdale, police said Nortley fled into the woods on foot. During the chase, he was reaching into his waistband, insinuating he had a weapon, possibly a firearm, according to the police report. During the chase, other deputies set up a perimeter around the woods. Norley allegedly threatened a deputy during the chase. He was eventually tased and taken into custody. Republicans are nearly four months into being the minority in the Michigan Senate for the first time in nearly 40 years. Senate Minority Leader Eric Nesbitt of Van Buren County does not like how this year has started. Well, I've been fairly disappointed in the way they've just jammed through a lot of these partisan left-wing progressive agenda items on, on their list. You know, I was I was hopeful that we could govern in the middle 70 percent and figure out broad bipartisan compromises. He says majority Democrats have passed bills that he says are not good economically. Even some of the tax reform issues that could have gotten good bipartisan compromises, they shoved in with uh, providing a half billion dollars a year of corporate welfare to some of the most profitable multinational corporations. So I've been disappointed on, on that. Nesbitt is in his second and final term in the Senate. He was named the Republican leader after the November election. Varian County Commissioners are looking for the best way to use federal ARPA money to help with ongoing capital projects at county facilities. That means they're being asked to amend the budget for the year. Speaking to the county board yesterday, Community Development Director Dan Fetty says the board is being asked to move around $12 million from the general fund to the capital projects fund. That could then be replaced in the general fund with ARPA money. Why not use ARPA money for the projects? If we spent the money directly on that, we would have to comply with a series of sometimes onerous federal reporting requirements on the money. So instead, the idea is we can also take this money instead of spending it on capital improvements, we can actually put it into our general fund and supplement our operating budget with it. That then frees up, as Doug said, the money that we had otherwise put into our general fund budget that now can be put into a capital budget. And that capital budget could be used for building improvements. The county has around $12 million in such work currently planned, including a repainting project at the jail. However, County Administrator Brian Desset noted yesterday there is a complication with some of the planned work. Namely, it's that the cost of those projects are going up. He'll report more in depth to the commissioners at a later meeting. Two deputies with the Bering County Sheriff's Department have received life-saving awards for their efforts to revive a man in medical distress at the Niles Police Complex this month. Sheriff's Department Chief Deputy Robert Boyce told the County Commission that Deputies Elizabeth Turner and Perry Godish were working at the complex March 10th when a man in the holding cell turned blue. Deputy Turner and Deputy Goodish, along with the Nile City officer, immediately began CPR on the individual and summoned assistance from paramedics and firefighters. Deputy Turner and Deputy Goodish utilized an AED and an AMBU bag during their CPR efforts until the individual regained a pulse and regained consciousness. The man was taken to Corwell Health and Niles to be treated. Sheriff's Department commended the two deputies for their quick action. They'll also be honored later at a meeting of the Nile City Council. Congressman Bill Heisinga and some colleagues are calling on Canada to do more to help protect the Great Lakes. Heisinga says they've sent a letter to President Joe Biden asking him to bring up the Great Lakes funding to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau while visiting him this week. Heisinga says U.S. contribution to the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative is far greater than Canada's. We are putting in annually over $400 million per year into that program. Canada has been doing just under $33 million over the last five years, not even annually, over the last five years. So we put a bipartisan letter together. Heisinga says Canada doesn't have to contribute as much to the U.S. to Great Lakes issues, but it should step up more to meet its joint responsibility. 
He says he spoke with Secretary of State Anthony Blinken this week and raised the same issue ahead of Biden's trip. Heisinger is the co-chair of the Great Lakes Task Force. In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.